How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Two Nerds a Podcast. Normally, with Two Nerds a Podcast, I don't do these like pre-recorded intros and stuff, but this episode was a little bit chaotic, um, as they tend to get sometimes. So when they get a little crazy, I tend to do like the pre-recorded intro thing to just give you a little bit of a heads up. This week is the last Arnold film that we are reviewing for the month. We're talking about the film Junior, um, but we also talk about a ton of other things on the episode. We talk about sitcoms like Friends and How I Met Your Mother. We're talking about Phil Collins. Uh, We talk about all kinds of stuff in this one. So it loses its focus a little bit here and there. So I just wanted to give you guys a heads up. It's a lot of bantering and tangents and stuff like that. Um, But there is enough to keep you guys invested. So I'm just going to give you guys a little bit of a sneak peek of what is in store in this episode. And then we're going to just get right to the show. So here it is. Like, it sounds funny on paper. Like, when you write down on a fucking piece of paper, Arnold Schwarzenegger is pregnant, Danny DeVito (laughs) is doing an ultrasound on his pregnant body, and then you fucking watch it, and it's not funny! It's not funny! Oh, dude, I'm about to start crying. When you write it down on paper, it sounds so much funnier than it is. The thing that that sucks is that this movie had so much potential to be one of the funniest movies of all time. That you literally just said, right there. Boom. Arnold Schwarzenegger is pregnant, and Danny DeVito is doing ultrasounds on his body. Like, the pitch meeting, like, you're saying how the fuck did this movie get made? How the fuck did it take until 1994 for it to get made? This should have been mid-80s. They probably had this fucking in the works for a decade. I could see the boardroom meeting, the Hollywood producers meeting, and they're all just fucking out of the face on coke. And the guy comes in to pitch it, and he's like, okay. (laughs) Hear me out. Arnold Schwarzenegger is pregnant. We interrupt your regularly scheduled programming to bring you a special presentation of... How is it going, everyone? Welcome back to another exhilarating episode of Two Nerds, a podcast. We are two nerds, and this is a podcast. I am Buddy the Bruiser. <laughs> I, I could have gone longer, but I saw you smiling and I laughed, so... And I'm Dynamite Jared. <laughs> What's going on, man? Genesis G- Genesis World Tour, I see. Yeah, this is uh, um, from a vintage store in Nashville, 1992 Genesis uh, Tour shirt. I heard they're going back on tour. I saw that on Twitter. Oh, that's probably going to be awful. I would imagine so. <laughs> <laughs> Let, here's the thing. People, please let Phil Collins retire. The man can't even walk. No. Come on, man. Let him, yeah, that's fine. I saw him. Um, <laughs> well, don't you want to see him, buddy? Not in this current state, no. <laughs> oh, come I fe- on. I feel so guilty being there. Give the man your money. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he probably... He probably... Um, I don't know why you'd feel guilty. He probably wants to do it. Yeah, I don't see why he would do it if he didn't want to do it. You're right. He's got... I mean, yeah, he's got... He's made his money. money. I mean, there's no reason. Yeah. Yeah. The love of the game. So, yeah, as you alluded to, you're on your Nashville trip. Um, How'd it go, man? I wonder if his son plays drums for, for Genesis now, too. I don't know. 
Because he's not playing the drums. Well, he's <laughs> I'll say that right now. He's certainly not playing the drums for Genesis. Let's let's love him. Good, good. God, Genesis band. Let's take a look at their uh, members and. <laughs> but would he count as an official member? He might just be under like touring. Yeah, but. Let's go. I'll scroll all the way to the bottom. Current live musicians, Nick Collins. Yep. Oh, cool. There well, he is. Good for him. An official member. Starting last year. Incredible stuff, man. I guess the, the Phil Collins tour was, was his tryout for the Genesis thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Is Phil Collins' solo stuff bigger than Genesis? I feel like it is at this point at least uh, yeah maybe yeah mm, I don't know I would say it's about equal because Genesis has uh, fucking goddamn invisible touch mm-hmm. which plays like all the fucking Constantly. time yeah. and um also on that album is the fucking goddamn song that Disturbed covered. Uh, what did they cover? Land of Confusion? Yeah, Land of Confusion. Oh, did they really? Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. I'm so, sure that's interesting. And then, I mean, other, and then other than that, I mean, Genesis has, like, misunderstanding and stuff like that. And, uh, and then for, like, the real rock and roll heads, you know, you got a Firth and Fifth. And you know all the Peter Gabriel stuff. Yeah, who cares about that? Well, Peter, listen, no, Peter Gabriel's good too. <laughs> the best meme of all time is like, why does Peter Gabriel look like evil Phil Collins or whatever? <laughs> like, yeah, what they're both just like bald guys, <laughs> but like Peter Gabriel on his Spotify picture just looks like he's like the fucking evil version. <laughs> yeah, it's like the. Uh, it's like a goddamn a Jean Claude Van Damme movie where there's where there's two Van Dams, <laughs> yeah, and one's evil, yeah. But uh, in this case, it's just uh, two prog rock singers, yeah, that turn pop stars. Because Peter Gabriel had a huge solo career in his own right. He did. His stuff started out kind of like. Well, Phil Collins started out kind of prog rock too, with, a little bit with with uh, with goddamn freaking face. Well, I can't think of anything right tonight. The first album was more prog, and then it was more like and then he's just, just singing. Pop, then it was just pop city. Well, it, until No Jacket Required, that's when it was like the pop dance. But there was like those albums in between where it was like, all right, well, I'm gonna be a fucking albums. crooner. It's, it's um. But seriously, no. But seriously, was after. Yeah, but seriously is the fourth album, and then it's freaking "Hello, I Must Be Going," is the second album, and then "No Jacket Required" is the third album, the best album, the best. Yes. And then, um, and I I keep wanting to say freaking FaceTime. Is that it? Face value. Face value. Jesus Christ, I can't think of it. Um, but Peter Gabriel has like three. 
like prog rock solo albums that I'm pretty sure are all just self-titled. And then, um, and then he started putting out the. I think it's his fourth album that has Sledgehammer and like uh, Big Time. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not super familiar with Peter Gabriel's stuff. Well, you but... should. You should. If you're a Phil Collins fan, you should check out uh, Peter Gabriel. His um, I'll look up his discography right now. I feel like such an idiot because I fucking listen to this stuff all the time. Oh, Jesus Christ! So actually, Peter Gabriel's first four albums are self-titled um, solo albums. I'm not sure. I haven't listened to the fourth one, so I don't know how prog rocky it is. But then there's so, which is a pop. It's pretty much a pop album, like art pop, and that has uh, big time and uh, Sledgehammer on it. And yeah. Sledgehammer is a certified fucking banger. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so is Big Time, honestly. So is just a good album, if, if you're a fan of fucking prog rock boys going pop. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I've listened to the full album, but I know, like, the singles. But... Yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't know. When you mentioned the... You're very talkative today. I know. When you mentioned the Van Damme versus Van Damme in film, I was thinking, like, oh, how come there isn't a fucking Arnold versus Arnold, but, like, an evil one? But then I doesn't that happen in, like, the later Terminator films? Jesus Christ, you think I watched that? But that's isn't that next, the whole, isn't that the whole thing? That's for next Jan, Arnold. But isn't that the whole gimmick? Have you seen Terminator Genesis? No, but isn't that the whole thing where it's like old Arnold, but then it has the younger Arnold, like CG or whatever? <clears throat> I wouldn't Whoa. know. Miles would know. I wouldn't know. Well, next January, Arnold, we're watching. We've got a ter- t- one of them at least. Terminator Genesis and Terminator Dark Fate. And we're gonna then- have to. <clears throat> And then, you know, whatever else we're, we're fucking missing. I'm, a, I'm on Peter Gabriel's um, uh, Wikipedia page right now. And there's, um, what's the song? It's Family Photo, Family Snapshot. That's from his third album. That song rules. You need, you need <laughs> to check out that song. That song is so good. All right. All right Anyways. So, so here's what um, I'm going to do. I'll listen to some Peter Gabriel, and then next week we'll 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 figure this out. <laughs> we'll see what's going on. So, because I don't know, have I? I must have been overlooking him this whole time. But uh, he's you're not saying- as good as Phil Collins. All right, he's not, but he's good. He's worth listening to. All right, well, we'll see next week. But yeah, as we alluded to, you just got back from your trip. So how was it? I saw many photos. Yeah, I mean, it was only like two days. Um, mostly driving, and, uh, the driving was, the driving was brutal. Yeah. But Nashville was cool. Nashville's fun. Um, I think that it's a strong contender for, for our, our big group road trip that we have planned. Yeah. Um, because we could go to Broadway and we can fucking honky-tonk. Where's the closest, like, hot spring we could go to? It's probably, like, nowhere even relatively close. Japan. (laughs) That's the closest hot spring we can go to. 
I don't know. Do they even do like real hot springs in America? I thought that I thought I was going to get that when we went to Colorado Springs. I was like, surely with springs there there's a fucking hot spring there. And we did take a like have like a mineral hot mineral bath thing, but it was not like a hot spring. Yeah. I feel like out west somewhere you could probably get them, but yeah, compared to Japan, I mean it's like What's the point? No, yes, we Japan. That's that's the nearest hot spring. That's the only hot spring. We're we're gonna go there. We're gonna see each other's dicks. It's gonna be great. That's fine. I mean, hey, if you can't see your, one of your the homies' dicks, I mean, what, what's the point of living, man? And then we'll both have to make like pathetic excuses <laughs> too when when we see each other's like, oh, I'm you know I'm. It's cold out here right now. Hey, I got I got no shame in the wiener game, man. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> Great. Now when you now I know when we when we get to the thing, you're gonna be hanging down to your fucking knee. <laughs> oh no, I mean I mean it's nothing special, but I mean I mean it is what it is. I mean, kind of excited to see the update on yours. I mean, the last time I saw it, it was a, a flip phone photo. So see how much it's changed in the past uh, fifteen well, that years. Was, that was it's. <laughs> full potential uh, <laughs> I don't think you'll be seeing it seeing it in its final form I don't think <laughs> hey you never know who knows what could happen I'm just looking at um, some Arnold films here that we could watch next January Arnold I know I'm getting ahead of myself but I'm already talking about Terminator Genesis and Terminator Dark Fate um, I, I don't think that I've seen the sixth day I don't think so either. Um, I actually picked up a uh, Arnold six film box set at Target I saw the other day in our fucking clearance for like two dollars. So let me go grab that and see what's on it because the only reason I got it is Hercules in New York was on it, and I was like, "Fuck, I need to own this film." Oh, so uh, here I'm, we go. It's literally right here, so I'm gonna go grab it. Hold That's on. like your favorite fucking movie now. Hey, that film's great, man. Say something. And he, and he walks away. I'm I'm looking here. That's a cameo. What the hell? I'm just gonna have Buddy cut this out. I'm back. I think it's the first time I've ever walked away from the podcast before. You've walked away several times, and I've had to fill time. But I think that was the first time. I, I ever... just I just gave up and said you're gonna have to cut. cut <laughs> <laughs> Did you? <laughs> I'm not gonna cut it out. How long or however long the pause was is what it is. Alright, so I got uh, damn this is why we don't have listeners. Is I mean, you know, this is why we can't grow our already massive audience. So I just got a screenshot sent to me from Joel about um Rick the Dick Pizer, who yeah. gave the original Halloween three stars. Oh my god. Pathetic. That's Absolutely the worst thing I've ever heard. Pathetic. Ricky's lucky that I don't argue about movie scores with him like I do with everyone else because he'd be hearing from me right now. For sure. Um, so, so I got the six film set here. So some of these I already owned, but it had Hercules in New York on it, so I had to get it. So now I finally own a copy of Maggie, Red Heat, and The Last Stand. <laughs> so have you seen The Last Stand? Yes. Damn it. So this is worthless. <laughs> Well, that's fine. Last Stand is good, though. You should still watch it. Yeah, so. And it's got some stuff on here like I already had, like 
Terminator and Total Recall, but it's fine. It was literally in the fucking dollar bin, so it is what it is. Miles gave me a cup copy of Underworld last night on Blu-ray, so shout out to him. He was in like rare. The under, he was the he was, and werewolf movie. Yeah, he was in rare form last night. Well, really typical form. It's typical Miles shit. You know. He was what like, is, "What's up?" Okay, never mind. So what? What does yellow mean? Lead role. Lead role. Okay, we need lead roles, um, for Arnold. Let's see. I'm just I'm just looking here. I think. Um, Red Sonia. I think we brought that up when we were discussing this originally. How I had not seen it, so that yeah, could be. I haven't seen it either. I don't know if I really want to. Hey man, did we want to see Junior? <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I kind of did. did. I had I had Junior. like a morbid curiosity to see Junior, and I we did. I definitely have as well. Um, let's see here in the last stand, Maggie. I ha I think I have this aftermath movie. I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out next year. Two Terminator films and then man, his filmography is not that much. Yeah. You really break it down. Yeah, definitely not as many as Stallone. So but Well God, Stallone does like seven movies a year. Yeah. And we still gotta figure out what we're watching for next month. As you saw in the picture I sent you, I did get my copy of Stop or my mom will shoot. So, excited to, to check that one out. Yeah, I'm kind of annoyed that you have that because I want that for my collection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it is what it is. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, buddy, it looks to me like you're sitting right now. I am. Another man that was sitting this past week. He's right behind me. Bernie Sanders. <laughs> right behind me, yeah. And a lot of people are not talking about it, but rather just editing him into everything. Uh, photos and videos of him sitting. Yeah. What's the fascination with Bernie sitting? I don't know. Everyone loves him. It's the mittens, from what I've heard. Everyone loves the mittens. And Is the it the mittens? Yeah, and the fact that it's just like an old like bummy coat. It's the same exact coat he was wearing in the meme from last year. Like the... Do you have a second to talk about whatever? Or, oh, I'm once again asking. That was the meme. Well, yeah, because he did that in, like, what? Was it... It was cold out, right? Yeah. It was, like, January or February or something when he did that. So he's and, wearing uh, the same quote. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Bernie Sanders, I mean, he, I'm sure he's a little wealthy, but he he's, a, he's very much a man that does not want to... Uh, that doesn't like to he's not a capitalist huh? yeah yeah he's he's wearing the same just plain mask that everyone wears he, he needs he needs one coat and once that coat gets worn out this when he'll go buy another coat and he'll probably go buy the same exact coat yeah why not it's his favorite coat. It's his only coat. Yeah. And it probably keeps him very warm. He probably bought, like, the most efficient coat. Same with he's, the mittens, man. He's so warm that he's not even wearing a hat in this... In this, uh... In this meme. In this photo. Or whatever. Yeah. And but, pe people thought it was very endearing because he also has, like, a... Like, a manila envelope with him. Like, this wasn't the only thing he had to do today. 
Like, people are, like, posting it, it's like, 11 a.m., meeting about this, 1 p.m., Joe's thing, 3 o'clock, dentist appointment, and just, like, stuff like that. He probably did. He's probably got several things to do every day. He's a fucking politician. Yeah. (laughs) And a very passionate one at that. He's always trying to get stuff done. Of course. And people just always kind of slap it down. (laughs) Ha! Socialist. Yeah. You can't do anything in our country. Did you... Have you seen the, um... I don't know if I talked about it on the damn podcast last week or not. This, uh... This Republican female politician that Al keeps, uh... Tweeting about. The one that filed for impeachment on Joe Biden on day one. Yeah, and she posted a video before that was, like... That was about, you know, people swearing on the Koran and stuff to get into... To be into you know Muslims that right. one office and stuff and and she said that you have you have no place in our government oh man but yeah. uh, I don't know why I brought her up I guess just in case I didn't bring her up last week yeah I don't think you did but yeah it doesn't have to be a Christian Bible you can swear on you can swear on whatever you want you can fucking I don't know swear on fucking Dragon Ball manga if you want to. That's what I would swear on if I was a if I was a goddamn politician. I would swear on like that and like yeah. I, I don't know if I could swear on the Rurouni Kenshin manga, considering <laughs> considering the <laughs> the incarceration. Considering the, <laughs> consider, yeah, considering the circumstances. Um, yeah, I guess it would probably be the Dragon Ball manga. Yeah. Though it's it's quite problematic in its own right at certain parts. I'm sure, yeah, of course. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Let's let's talk about speaking of old men. Let's talk about fucking Master Roshi trying to molest fucking sixteen year old girls like the entire time. Come on, this is a problematic manga. Yeah, you got a point. <laughs> <laughs> Everything about it's problematic. And by the time I'm a politician, I'm probably gonna be looking like fucking Master Roshi. So, yeah, I'm surprised. I haven't seen Bernie as Master Roshi yet. I'm surprised they should have put like him sitting in the chair with like Kid Goku like training or something in front of it. But I mean, does Roshi ever sit in a chair? He no, but it's just it's just for, it's, oh, I mean, yeah, you can edit Bernie on the turtle. Doesn't matter. Uh, Bernie can man, be sitting on anything. Should... Somebody should sit him on the spinny turtle, the 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 Gamera. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I saw one of Bernie sitting in the Frieza pod. Oh, did you? I haven't seen yeah. that one. That that's probably pretty great. Yeah, my friend sent it to me. I can't remember if he texted it to me or not. Um, let's see. Here. Yeah, there's been some good ones. There's the Halloween one with like Bernie like partially obscured by the bushes. <laughs> um. Yeah, that one's great. Yeah, there's a lot of good ones, man. Um, the the Shining one where it's the two Bernies sitting yeah. at the end of the hallway. <laughs> yeah. Let's see here. Uh, the, the one that's been uh, shared pretty heavily um, is the Bernie in the UFC. Yeah, um, where he's he's doing like the the leg lock on the guy. He's doing the arm bar on the, the guy. The arm bar, yeah, yeah. And then the the best one of that is with the caption, "I am once again asking you to tap out." Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Good. Oh man, has Bernie posted any of his own memes yet? No, but he—I think he has—and he actually put his meme on a sweatshirt, and they sold out in like 
30 seconds, basically. Wait, Bernie sold this? So he sold a sweatshirt of himself. He donated all the profits for Meals on Wheels, but like, yeah, he po- he. It's like a hoodie that you can get with him on it. I don't see that. Is that, is it on his Twitter? I it was on his website. I mean, it's sold out now, so it might not even be on there. But I just see him um, posting about Joe Biden. Let's see here. I I don't see him posting anything about this, about his little um, meme thing right now. I don't know. Incredible content this week. (laughs) Yeah, this is amazing. This is just us looking at our phone. Let's talk about having babies, buddy. Are you and Emily expecting anytime soon? I'm sorry, Beck Nasty. You guys expecting? We're not expecting. Are you expecting? I am not expecting. You know who is expecting? Who? Arnold Schwarzenegger in junior. Buddy, I cannot believe that Arnold Schwarzenegger actually impregnated himself for the role in this film. I know he really got into character, man. I mean... Yeah, he, uh, he actually gave birth. Um, I was kind of hoping that it would come out of his butt for some reason. His butt? I was kind of hoping it came out of his fucking dickhole. You saw I, it in full close-up. I was hoping it would come out of something, and then, but you know, halfway through the movie, I was like, "It's probably going to be a C-section." <laughs> yeah. I don't know. How does this pregnancy work? I don't think it was explained because Arnold does not have ovaries. So where is this baby being housed? In his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that that was explained perfectly well. It's in his stomach. Oh, okay. Do you see it? It's on the cover of the film. Look. <laughs> there it is, right there. It's, it's in the stomach. Yeah. I I just want to know why the baby didn't come out with Arnold's face like the dream baby earlier in the movie. Yeah, the dream baby is the, the most burned image into my brain that has ever existed. Oh, it was horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> but... Speaking of dream baby, this whole movie felt like a dream. It doesn't seem real. It does not seem real. I'm like watching the movie and I'm like, I can't believe what I'm watching right now. I'm seeing on Wikipedia here, it's classified as a buddy sci-fi comedy film. And when when I was watching it, I never really thought of it as sci-fi, but I guess it really is science fiction. I never thought of it as a buddy film either, because like they're not even that good of friends. I guess like they're fighting the oh, whole time. Oh, they're great friends by the end of it. That's how all buddy films are. You start out like, hey, I don't like you. Like Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker did not like each other at the beginning of Rush Hour. That's true. Yeah, it's always like that. They never like each other. Um, you know, like, uh, uh, Lethal Weapon, you know what I mean? They don't like each other at the beginning of that, you know, fucking Mel Gibson's, like, insane. Is that lost in the in the later Lethal Weapon movies, how fucking batshit insane he is? I haven't seen all of them, so I don't know, but, I don't know, it's just a different dynamic with Arnold and, uh, Danny DeVito in this, like, I never got the, the real friendship vibe. Well, I don't know, I guess, I guess they do, like, have to pretend that they're married at the end, and I don't know. They're it's just friends. very strange. I, I get the friendship vibe about halfway through. They're kind of like, you know, it's like they're always kind of annoyed with each other, but not in a way that it's like, man, I'm never going to talk to you again. You know what I mean? It was like, 
at the beginning they straight up said like hey I don't like you you don't like me I think once Arnold kind of um, got like some of the female hormones going through his body and realized how lonely he was and like kind of built their friendship that he was you know kind of desperate for people in his life yeah so what did you think because we've said this every week your whole shtick has been Arnold's an underrated actor. Jared, he's horrible in this film. <laughs> Let me tell you something right now, buddy. I was blown away. Absolutely floored. Because I'm reading the Wikipedia before we came on here. And I don't know if someone put this on here to troll me. That Because well, I saw that too. He was nominated for a Golden Globe. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> not even that. Not even that. Because I saw that. And, I, and at first I was like... All right, you know, yeah, um, not even, uh, all right, yeah, received Golden Globe nominations um, for their performance, which is insane, okay? But also, in the critical response, notably, Roger Ebert was a fan of the film. Giving I saw three and a half, Three and a half stars out of four and maintaining, I know this sounds odd, but Schwarzenegger is perfect for the role. Observe his acting carefully in Junior, and you'll see skills that many serious actors could only envy. It's 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 got to be a troll because I saw that I was, too. I was like, "What the fuck? This what?" You can admit he's horrible in this film. No, he is. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I watched the movie and I was like, "Arnold, I know you can do better than this." As I was watching it, like. All the Arnoldisms that I love are are like barely in this movie. He's like expressionless the entire movie, and and he's either really unmotivated, or it's just that, like, it's it's just that hard for a man with such testosterone flowing through his veins to play a feminine character that he has to play in this. And looking at the trivia on IMDb, he actually sort of took this seriously, according to this. It says he spent time in, like, an obstetrician's waiting room observing pregnant women to see how they behave. I guess he would wear the fat suit around, like, when he wasn't so shooting. So he was method acting for this movie. For a little bit, yeah. Like, it's weird. Here's the thing about this film. It's, it's a comedy, allegedly. But this takes itself. Come on, <laughs> That's brutal. <laughs> That's stiff, don't you think? Was it There's even some j- funny parts? There's Jer- some funny parts. I there are large portions of this film where they were not even trying to be funny. It was taking itself so seriously. When Arnold's crying in the fucking hospital in the in the women's shelter or wherever the fuck he goes. When he's tears are rolling down his face watching these pregnant women dance in a field. That's supposed to be funny? (laughs) With the dramatic music playing? (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. That's not the part that I thought was funny. I don't think the film was trying to be funny. It had a couple funny lines, but for the most part, it's just people talking. I think that it was trying to be funny, but failing. I think that... um... I can't even blame it on the director because he did Kindergarten Cop! And he did Twins! And he did both... Twins is the more underwhelming of those two. I wasn't going to mention that. But Kindergarten Cop 
is hilarious. It's a very funny movie. All-time classic. One of the funniest movies ever. Yeah, and he ha- he's accustomed to working with Arnold. They Obviously, this is the third part in the trilogy. I mean, the films aren't connected, but they did three films together. The guy directed both Ghostbusters. He was a producer on Space Jam and all this shit. This guy knows comedy, but whatever. It, the comedy I'm got blaming, sucked out I'm of this have, one. I'm blaming the writers. I'm blaming the writers for this one because Arnold can do comedy. Obviously, Danny DeVito can do comedy. And, and Reitman, not only that, not only did uh, did um, freaking uh, Reitman uh, do uh, Kindergarten Cop, but he also did, yeah, you said, like you said, Ghostbusters, Meatballs, you know what I mean? I, people love that. It's just, I don't know. The man knows I, I his think, comedy. I, I mean, I don't know what happened. I think that it was a script. Maybe was a script that was not written for Arnold, right? Not written for him, obviously, because if it was, I... First off, how did this come to be? Like, did, it, this, it, did this director just have this script and he was like, man, th- this is supposed to be like a, maybe a serious movie? Maybe it was written to be serious and then he just fucking smoked crack one night? And decided to and, throw Arnold in it? And he was like, you know what this movie needs? Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny fucking DeVito. Like, it doesn't sound like... It almost sounds like a fucking, like, spoof of, like, an Arnold movie or something. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't... Like, as you said, like, I was watching, I was, like, in a trance. Like, it didn't even seem real when I was watching this. When when the scenes where he's in the camp and he's just kind of, like, holding his belly and, like, freaking, like, walking, you know, just, like, kind of hobbling along or whatever... Yeah, and I, it was like during those scenes that I was just wa- like watching the movie, and I was like, "What the fuck am I <laughs> watching right now?" This is like something that I would see on like one of those really weird comedies on Adult Swim, right? That, like, like you said, are like, like this is not really that funny, and like to me, those aren't really that funny. Like all the humor just comes from how fucking weird they are. Like, this you know could I mean? this could have been, like, a good, like, SNL sketch or something, right? Like, if Arnold was guest hosting, and they're like, oh, let's do a thing where Arnold's a girl and the girl's pregnant. And where he's walking around doing the whole thing. But, like, an entire feature film where most of the time he's not even fat, really. Like, he's not, you can't do, like, the physical humor. He's just being kind of feminine, you know? He's like, oh, look at the pigs in a blanket, I love them. Or, like, whatever the fuck he's doing. The Franks, the Franks in the blanket. Yeah. <laughs> 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 where he's just being kind of like emotional and stuff like I don't know like I don't know what I think from the way the movie was kind of paced and handled I think that it must have been like supposed to have been a serious movie and then the director was like I'm a comedy director I'm gonna do what I know best and I'm gonna make this funny because this is a ridiculous concept yeah I'd like I don't it, maybe he saw that and it was supposed to be like a serious movie about a male pregnancy that he was like this is extremely offensive to women or something like that so I'm going to make it funny as funny as I possibly can which was not that funny but I think that this had more moments in it than than you're giving it credit for it had a couple good moments it had the my body my choice incredible Incredible uh, feminist Arnold, leftist, you know, ahead of its time. 
I love when um he's uh hanging out with um Emma Thompson or whatever. Uh she comes over to visit him or whatever and they're just sitting there and he's horny as fuck because he's pregnant. <laughs> and and he just says Does my body disgust you? <laughs> <laughs> I actually started laughing out loud when he when he said that, um, and there's just just um, my nipples are very sensitive. Oh yeah, yeah. and everybody's like, you know, maybe it's the the, the shirt that you're wearing. How or fucking weird is that scene? If you say your nipples hurt, and some random ass fucking intern comes up to you, he's like telling you about his nipples. Uh, maybe like, I would do it. I I don't know. You're not you're not very personable, buddy. You're, you'd probably be like, yeah, and walk away. But I love talking about sensitive nipples. Yeah. I talk about my sensitive nipples all the time. If I had sensitive nipples, yeah, I don't have sensitive. At least not at the moment. I don't. If I did, I'd tell you about it. But I think the I think that I don't um, think that the concept of Danny DeVito's ex-wife being impregnated by a member of Aerosmith was was really funny like i laughed at that but then it turned out that it was like the the two, one of the the, the, the road years something yeah. like that i wish that it was could they not i mean they have arnold schwarzenegger and danny devito in this fucking movie could they not pay fucking steven, uh, tyler. steven tyler for a cameo appearance or something i guess not i mean i don't know how much of the budget like, show, maybe was like given at the arnold. end like steven tyler like don't don't do the whole gag where it's not really a member of Aerosmith. And then at the very end of the movie, when she gives birth, fucking Steven Tyler shows up after Danny DeVito and fucking uh, and his ex-wife were like, let's give it another chance. And Danny DeVito's like, oh, I'm your daddy, and, and all this stuff. And then Steven Tyler comes in like, oh, it's my son, or whatever, and Danny DeVito fucking knocks him out. Yeah. Or something, you know what I mean? Like... Right. That would be okay. Maybe it would be goofy. I don't know. Get me to write this movie. Yeah, if only you were writing scripts in 1994. Um, I also find it ironic because... If only I was writing scripts in 2021. I know, right? <laughs> when I was doing a little bit of research before this as well, I did notice that this had the same opening weekend as The Santa Claus, which is also a comedy film about a guy gaining a significant amount of weight. Only one of I was Santa. wondering as I was watching it if this was like some sort of trend because you know like movies go through trends right you know what I mean like one movie will come out that's kind of popular and then like a billion other movies come out that are similar to it or you know just kind of following the same trend um so I was like how did this as I was watching the movie and trying to comprehend how it possibly could have been made I was like was this some sort of trend at the time? Like, was there like a fad male pregnancy movies or like comedy body movies or something like that? That so maybe it was the Santa Claus. I well, yeah, it opened on the same weekend, and I I don't know. Like, and I the cannot, Santa Claus body bagged it, right? It did. Oh, a body bagged it. Yeah. Like, I can't even imagine the trailers at the time. Like, you're watching TV or whatever, and just every trailer for a film is just, oh look, Tim Allen's fat or Arnold's fat, and that's just the whole thing. <laughs> Body positive. The, the, ba the battle of the bellies. <laughs> Arnold versus Tim Allen. Ironically, this is like one of the few Arnold Schwarzenegger movies that actually depicts him working out. 
Was he working out in this? In the very beginning, when the credits are going, he wakes up from bed and immediately starts doing like some sort of calisthenics or some sort of workout. He's like doing dips off his bed or some shit like that. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I can't think of too many films where you see. I mean, you see him at the beginning of Commando. He's like carrying a log and stuff, but he's not really like working out. Like I don't. You don't really see Arnold in the gym it does, too much. It, but it gives an explanation as to why he's probably very fit is because he's like a fucking special forces you know what I mean and he carries fucking logs around you're like oh that's why he's fucking jacked to the gills yeah Terminator right. Terminator 2 and you know the Terminator movies okay he's jacked because he's a cyborg they made him like a physically imposing um cyborg he's designed that way and Conan he pushes a wheel non-stop for 30 years <laughs> yeah well yeah Conan but so but in a movie like say uh I don't know. What, what did we watch last week? End of End Days. Of days. He's, he's... End of Days. That guy should not be that ripped. <laughs> like, the way he's living his life and doing a thing, like, okay, like, I get it. He's like a security detailer or whatever like that. So was his friend, and his friend looked like fucking John Bel- Jim Belushi or whatever. Yeah, his friend's a schlub, no doubt about it. And And... His friend was the one that was like, man, maybe you should eat a little bit better. Yeah. Or, or whatever. He, I don't think he ever said that, but he was like, no, I'm not going to drink this fucking poison that you've just it's the, made. It's those protein food. shakes, man. That makes you fucking ripped. I'll say this. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's not very good in this movie. Um, like, he's just like... I don't know. Maybe he is. Maybe he is good, buddy. Maybe he's good and that we're just used to seeing bad Arnold and, and and taking it as good. We like seeing very emotive and, and fucking yelling and grunting and uh, big Arnold. And this, he's very subdued for, like, the entire movie. When he's doing the science talk at the beginning, I'm just like, this, this doesn't work. <laughs> this, this does not work. I didn't mind that. It was like about halfway through the movie when I was like, why can't he like, why can't he just be Arnold? Yeah. Pregnant Arnold. This is not what I imagined pregnant Arnold to be. And you're, and you're directing kindergarten cop, right? So what's one of the symptoms of pregnancy? Mood swings? Mood swings. Couldn't we have Arnold like, instead of like just crying like the whole time. Have him get pissed. Get him super pissed, just like a kindergarten cop. You direct a kindergarten cop. Have him scream something ridiculous at Danny DeVito at some point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like that, like your dog. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it never happens. The funniest lines that he has in this are lines that are probably not even supposed to be funny. Like, uh, do you? would you like more Rocky Road? <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't that on Arnold's soundboards? I actually started laughing when that <laughs> happened. When when uh when him and Danny DeVito's ex-wife start kind of like bonding, bonding over pregnancy without realizing that they're bonding over pregnancy. Well, Arnold does, but she doesn't realize that he's pregnant because that's ridiculous. But yeah, it just like it just cuts to Would you like more Rocky Road? Yeah. <laughs> 
and they're just eating. So I actually wrote in my in my notes at that point, like, "Hey, this is actually getting funny." Because <laughs> right before that was, "Does my body disgust you?" Yeah. I don't know. I'm glad you found some humorous moments in it because I don't. I don't know if I audibly laughed at all in the I entire. I audibly laughed a couple times. Well, that's good, man. That's an endearing. I I was like half the movie convinced that goddamn um what is Danny DeVito's ex-wife? What is she from? I don't She's know. In something else. I can find out real fast, but you were just trying to figure out what she was from. Yeah. Uh cast is Pamela uh, Pamela Reed. She's from Kindergarten Cop. Is that it? Well, I mean, she's been in other stuff. She's been in, like, 75 things. She's from Mr. Bean as well. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate Mr. Bean. You hate Mr. Bean? I can't stand Mr. Bean. Kindergarten Cop. And I'm just That's like... That's probably just all I know her from. Kindergarten Cop. Whatever. Is she on any TV shows? Here we go. Nothing that I have ever seen. The Civil War, buddy. You haven't seen the Civil War? I have not seen the Civil War. Oh, that's not Marvel Civil War. That's the Civil War. She's in um, Parks and Rec. I've never watched Parks and Rec. Did you watch you, it? You are an idiot. You need to watch Parks and Rec. You sit here and say that you have no life. You don't do anything. Binge Parks and Rec. I don't know, man. I'm not too into the... Uh... Single cam? The single cam comedy is not... You don't like The Office? I mean, it's alright, but like... You're an idiot! Oh my god! How did I... How did I start doing a podcast with you? I mean, it's not that like I hate it or anything, it's just not... It's not my thing. It's not... Oh my... Well, listen. I, I don't want to sit here and compare Parks and Rec to The Office, even though they're both... Everyone else does, bro! The single cam fucking Office... Cam... <laughs> Kayam, the single, the single cam, cam interview, like mockumentary style comedy. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it is. Okay. Parks and Rec starts out a lot like The Office, where it's like the first season um, is like very subdued. It was like kind of like they were trying to emulate The Office, and I feel like it wasn't working. And they decided, like, okay, let's just take this completely over the top. And I think from season two onwards, it's just absolute... Like, the characters in it just become absolutely ridiculous. How so many seasons was it? How many seasons is it? Six or eight? It's a lot. <laughs> it's good, though, buddy. And Rob Lowe is in it! Rob Lowe is in it. 125 uh, episodes. Oof. Buddy stop it's it's good it's funny does emily like parks and rec she's never really watched it either what about the office i don't think she's watched that either i don't know oh my god i'm gonna pass out (laughs) parks and rec is so fucking good you need to watch it you need to watch it that's morgan thompson's favorite show of all time i'm aware I'm, I'm not giving. I'm not giving it to her over the office. I always tell her every time that the office is better. But yeah, I've seen quite a bit of the office, and I mean, I like it. It's fine. It's just not. I don't like go out of my way to watch it. I mean, I don't know. 
I do. I've watched so much Office in my life. Like, it's like my go-to... Well, it used to be before they took it off Netflix. It used to be like one of my go-to put-on-before-I-go-to-sleep shows. Yeah. Like, I would just throw it on and end up watching like two or three episodes before I pass out. But I've seen all of it. You know, my go-to shows were always for that were always Office, Friends, How I Met Your Mother, and Parks and Rec. Yeah. Ironically, I don't think I've that, ever seen that's an... four shows that are um like two, two of them, two and two. Two of them are very similar. Yeah, Friends are, or um, How I Met Your Mother is just a blatant fucking Friends ripoff. Yeah. And I've seen How I Met Your Mother. I watched the whole series twice, and I've seen Friends God knows how many times. But You've watched How I Met Your Mother twice? Yeah. It's a good show. Yeah. I only watched the last season once, because I had watched everything, and then I watched it all again to get ready for the last season, and then... I think that the last season is kind of underrated, even though it's the weakest season by far. But... I do think that there's some gems in there, and it's pretty good. And then there's the last episode, which is <laughs> brutal. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did we talk about the last episode when it came out on the podcast? I don't think we were podcasting at the time. Oh, my God. It's horrible. <laughs> yeah. Well, because, like, they worked themselves into a hole because they had the whatever pre-recorded or whatever because it was when the kids were little. But, like... I feel like they could have recorded, like, 10 or 15 things and then just used whatever the natural flow was going instead of getting it back to what they did, you know? I have to admit that about, like, three seasons in, I did say, where is this mother? She must be dead. Yeah. (laughs) So... So I kind of assumed, the spoiler for those of you that listen that haven't seen the last episode of How I Met Your Mother for some reason, um, I, I assume that if you haven't seen the last episode yet, that means that you have no interest in watching the show. Right. So, um, yeah, the spoiler, the, the mother dies. She's yeah. dead. Yeah. She's been dead the whole time. I will say, they did a really good job of getting you to like the mother in the limited amount of time you had with her. Oh, she was the only Ted girlfriend that was good. (laughs) I fucking fucking hated all of them, Robin included. I hate Robin. I cannot stand Robin, and it has nothing to do with the last episode. I hated her all the way throughout. She always just got on my nerves and like just made bad decisions and just generally sucked like the main problem i this is way off topic from fucking junior but well, we gotta I, talk about something entertaining i feel like they I fucking did give it two and a half by the way i i do like it i just never want to watch it again like they did such a good job getting the characters where they were and getting you to like them and getting you to buy barney and robin being together and building up to it that whole fucking time. And then the problem with the last episode is they fucking say fuck it to everything that you had they built. Just, yeah, they just destroy everything. I guess in a way is... Man, it's tough. In a way, it is kind of similar to real life and it is kind of like a theme where it's like, you know, 
things don't always work out the way that you want them to and you've been building this up and everybody wants it to work out at this point and then no it doesn't you know what I mean and I think the problem with that is is when you're watching a television show especially one like How I Met Your Mother where you're watching it for entertainment escapism a good laugh you know what I mean you don't necessarily want to fucking deal with that that you know life doesn't always work out the way you want it to even though it's like a running theme of the show it happens there's a lot there is a ton of sadness in that like cuz like pe- like friends like yeah there's breakups and this and that or whatever but there's, there's no brief sad- there's brief sadness in friends there's not parents dying mother, there's, there's like, not yeah parents yeah. dying major breakups you know fucking uh finding marshall crying outside of the apartment while it's pouring down rain (laughs) yeah ted just had the night of his life and marshall had the worst night of his if you're gonna rank your friends characters uh, not friends um how i met your mother characters what's your ranking it's been so long since i've watched the show um I don't know. I can't even say, really. I mean, I liked Barney because he was funny, but he wasn't really, like, the best character, I guess. I don't know, probably Marshall, sure? I guess. I don't know. Are you sure? I think Barney's the best character. I mean, you might be right. I mean, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it in that way. It's not like friends were like, I like Chandler the best, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Chandler's the best. <laughs> Chandler without a doubt. The thing about Friends is that I, hmm. yeah, I don't know. I like Joey too. I mean, I don't know. I I'm not the biggest Ross fan. Joey, Joey, and Chandler are like the undisputed fucking kings of Friends. They're god tier. I'd say the only person in Friends, oh God, I'm not a big fan of Monica either, though. Monica and Phoebe don't really do much for me. I feel bad for Phoebe because she isn't given much to do. And then her husband or whatever isn't really in the group as much. Okay, because, I mean, he's not part of the group or whatever. So, like, I feel like in the last episode of Friends, everyone sort of has their thing. But, like, Phoebe's just kind of there. Do you think that Paul Rudd was supposed to become part of the group? And then they were just like, uh, we're cutting the cord on this show pretty soon, so fuck it. We're not going to give him that much focus. I don't think he was supposed to be part of the group, but... I don't know, I feel like they could have had something more important with Phoebe going on. Not that her husband had to be part of the group, but, like, she just didn't really have much to do. I think that Paul Rudd could have been a good addition to the group because he's fucking Paul Rudd. Like, he can be funny, obviously. He's been doing it for however many years now. Yeah, I mean, he with, could. I'm just starting not... with Halloween 6. Yeah, of course. But I just, <laughs> I just don't think that was ever the idea of it. Well, we'll have to interview Paul Rudd on the next episode of the Because what was even Phoebe's fucking story arc in the last season? She gets married, like, fucking, like, five episodes in, and then she's just kind of there. But she's just kind of there for a lot of the show. Like, um, like, early on, she has a story arc where she, she like, has her brother's Yeah, yeah she's pregnant kids. with her, she's pregnant with her brother's kids. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> have you ever heard of Junior, buddy? <laughs> it all comes back to Junior. Um, but then, yeah, after she has the triplets, 
or whatever. What does she really do? She dates a couple guys. Like, she dates the fucking guy that goes to, to Minsk or whatever. Yeah. Scientist guy. David. He's only around for, like, two or three episodes. And then she's really just doing... Am I forgetting something here? Or is she doing nothing until she meets Paul Rudd? Uh, I mean, I feel like there's... Well, because the brother thing happens in, like, season four or five, maybe. Maybe a little earlier than that. It takes that long for her to do anything? Maybe a little earlier than that. I'm not sure. Um, I don't I mean, like, yeah, I mean, you're right. Like, throughout the whole series, she's kind of been on, like, the outskirts of everything. Um, and that's why, like, How I Met Your Mother, there is no Phoebe equivalent. Like, everyone else has their Well, whatever. yeah, they literally just basically cut out, like, two characters. Two? Yeah, because there's... What if you include there's, Mike? There's six in in Friends. And there's five in How I Met Your Mother. Who's the fifth? There's Lily and Marshall. There's right. Ted and Robin and Barney. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. Because Barney's Joey. Yeah. You're right, you're right. So they just cut out the sixth character, then. Yeah. I just can't do math. Yeah. So, so that must have been a conscious decision by the Cause producers fr- of the friends, show. They're like, well, if we're going to rip off Friends, we might as well cut trim the fat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hate to say it. I don't hate Phoebe, but it's just like, yeah, she really never has anything going well, on. Oh, okay, well, she's got the... The figuring out who her mom is and then reconnecting with her dad and stuff. But, like, yeah, like later God, on in the. Some of the most dull fucking story <laughs> arcs in the whole show. Yeah. They're so boring. Speaking of Phoebe, though, back to Junior, Emma Thompson looks like Phoebe. At least on the cover, if yeah. you look at your background. Yeah. But, regardless, uh, Friends is better than How I Met Your Mother. How I Met Your Mother is is great. Watch Parks and Rec. It's it's great. And I mean you've seen The Office, so I can't really yeah. tell you what to I've do. seen all the important episodes. like I've seen all like the big episodes. It's just a lot of the like filler that I haven't seen. Like, of the I've Office? Se- yeah, like I've seen the chili episode. I've seen where Michael has like the separate office upstairs where they're just partying. I see the episode where he leaves. Like I've seen like all like the major ones. But like the you know the show like falls in quality after um after Michael leaves but it's still good after he leaves and then the last episode is phenomenal it's like one I've of the, seen the finale yeah one of the best last episodes to really a lot of shows I mean you could probably say Seinfeld is up there um, mm, so I mean, the Seinfeld episode, I like the... A lot of people hate the fucking Seinfeld finale. I like the effort they put in, because they literally had basically every major guest star that was ever on the show come back. Right. Um, I, you know, um, Friends has a good finale. It's alright. Yeah. But that's another one where it's like half and half. Like people will either love it or hate it. Like Seinfeld, everyone fucking hates most people. But yeah, what's wrong? Why would people hate the Friends finale? People think she should have got on the. <laughs> she should have stayed on the plane. <laughs> 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 
That's fucking 2020 goggles, buddy. <laughs> no, because at the at the time, people were saying the finale sucked. I never understood it, but people were saying it. Just like I don't understand how people think Halloween 2018 sucks, but it's whatever. People always want to complain. It doesn't matter. No matter what okay, they did. but with How I Met Your Mother, it actually sucked. Yeah, with How I Met Your Mother, it actually sucked. I'm sure there's some people that liked it. I'm sure that people wanted Robin to get I with him the whole time. I like saw one or two people on the internet trying to defend it. But it was just bad. It's not good. It's not a good finale. Um, Parks and Rec has a pretty good finale. It, it like... If I recall, it's been a while since I've seen it, but it goes through and, like, kind of, like, shows, like, where, like, every character is at, like, basically, like, 20 years down the line from the end of the series, basically. Is the series in modern day? Yeah. So it shows them in the future? <laughs> so, so, yeah, it's, it's like So they the got, future. like, flying cars and stuff? I don't... Actually, I do think that there's, like, um, some weird shit that happens. (laughs) I can't remember. Like I said, Parks and Rec is, like, way less grounded than The Office. Even though sometimes The Office doesn't seem like fucking, you know... It takes place in reality. Yeah, it's, it's... It's based in realism enough that, like, nothing, like absolutely unbelievable happens whereas Parks and Rec it's not that like maybe in the future episodes something ridiculous happens that I can't think of but you know like in the earlier episodes it's not like they meet like fucking space aliens or anything like that but the characters in it are just so over the top that it's like you could like tell that it's like I would never meet anyone like that in real life. The only clip from Parks and Rec I've ever seen is the, like, Bye Bye Sebastian song or whatever. That's the only oh, thing I've seen. Goodbye, little Sebastian. Yeah, that's the only thing I've ever seen from it. Like, stuff in that show just happens where, like, you know, they're in, like, the small town in Indiana where they've got, like, the one girl is, like, her cousin is genuine. They get genuine to fucking play the the festival uh, and like he does pony in in dedication to little sebastian yeah and you know like just weird shit like that like goddamn um detlef shrimp uh, indiana pacers basketball legend and roy hibbert are in the show just playing basketball like they're hired by um aziz Ansari's company just to shoot hoops in their company, like, no one would ever do that. Yeah. Like, it's, you know... In The Office, people do, like, goofy shit, but the characters are more grounded in reality and more relatable than than in Parks and Rec. Yeah. Where they're more, like, cartoon characters. Yeah, I can see that. But, I don't know. We barely talked about Junior at all in this episode. <laughs> well, um... Looping back to Junior. Yeah, what do you have? Ri- what do you have written down? Because I feel because you take all these notes and then we don't talk about your notes. So what do you have written down? I mean, this is the first time that I haven't. Uh, I-, I do have written like a quarter through the movie. <laughs> this movie is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first one 
out of the month where this is genuinely a bad film. Like, at least in End of Days, like, yeah, I mean, it's nothing special, but it's not fucking borderline unwatchable. This here's I will give this film a compliment because I was pretty harsh on it. I said it was allegedly a comedy. At least they had lights. You could see everything. I was gonna. You say could that hear everything. This is probably more unwatchable than this. <laughs> in a t- in yeah, a different yeah, definition turn the of the word. brightness on your TV up to like seven thousand. Yeah. Just to fucking to look at it, and then you still gotta fucking shine your flashlight at the TV to find stuff on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you could see everything. You could hear everything. So I can't complain on that front. But uh, the there was one scene where Arnold was crying that was pretty funny. Um, when he was watching TV, when Danny DeVito was like doing like an ultrasound on him or something, <laughs> and and it was like he was watching some. Yeah, I wrote, "What the fuck is he watching?" <laughs> because it was just like sad music and like i can't even remember it's what was taking happening. itself seriously i feel like it was supposed to be serious i don't know like when you, when, when, when you say it no, out loud no the thing that he was watching on tv was just so ridiculous over the top sad that i was that i literally wrote what the fuck is he watching like i feel and like then, talking about it is makes... crying and then the funny part was she was daddy's little girl <laughs> like it sounds funny on paper like when you write down on a fucking piece of paper Arnold Schwarzenegger is pregnant Danny DeVito <laughs> is doing an ultrasound on his pregnant body and then you fucking watch it and it's not funny it's not funny oh dude I'm about to start crying when you write it down on paper it sounds so much funnier than it is the thing that, is, that sucks is that this movie had so much potential to be one of the funniest movies of all time you literally just said right there, boom! Arnold Schwarzenegger is pregnant, and Danny DeVito is doing ultrasounds on his body. Like the pitch meeting. <laughs> like you're saying, how the fuck did this movie get made? How the fuck did it take until 1994 for it to get made? This should have been mid 80s. <laughs> they probably had this fucking in the works for a decade. I could see the boardroom meeting, the Hollywood producers meeting. And they're all just fucking out of the face on coke. And the guy comes in to pitch it, and he's like, okay. <laughs> Hear me out. Arnold Schwarzenegger is pregnant. And Danny DeVito does ultrasounds on him. And then just the entire room just busts out laughing. Like, on and paper. The, <laughs> like, I'm thinking of it right now. Being and it's, the table. When you, like, if you were to write down the plot of this movie... Like, it sounds like the funniest thing ever, but then you fucking watch it and it's abysmal. Here's the the, the VHS case. So apparently Roger Ebert gave this two thumbs up and it said that Arnold Schwarzenegger is a god amongst actors. That's not on the VHS case anywhere. You would think that Roger Ebert would be like the the critic that you would want to quote on on your video release of this. Instead, it's the funniest film of the year... By Patrick Stoner. <laughs> he was on drugs! <laughs> he probably just got that off of the script. He probably fucking wrote the script. Maybe that's why where we fucked up, buddy. We did not take any drugs when we watched the movie. The movie is literally about drugs. They're, they're making a drug to, you know, um, to help support pregnancies. Um, hey, speak for yourself. Maybe you weren't on drugs. Were, were you on drugs? I felt no. like I was on drugs <laughs> when I watched the movie. 
I could have been. I, I don't know. <laughs> I felt like I was taking LSD when I watched this fucking movie. <laughs> I feel like it would have been better if you were on LSD. Oh, I mean... I don't know about all that. It probably would have been scarier if I was on LSD. Here's the, here's the thing. If, if I he, smoked some pot, maybe this movie would be fucking hilarious. If you were on LSD and you saw the Arnold CG baby, you probably wouldn't have been able to recover. Right, that's what I'm saying. I probably would have had a mental breakdown and they would have had to like put me on the fifth floor. That was definitely something in the pitch meeting. Arnold nightmare sequence with Arnold's face on a baby. That had to be one of the selling points. One of my notes is Arnold is becoming feminine. No shit. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> the Franks and the blankets. That's what he's... It's not even just Franks and blankets. It's... The Franks and the blankets. Yeah. Um, this... Okay. This. This. This, this, this. This, this. Oh my god. If, if for any reason this movie deserves zero stars... It's because it absolutely fails. Fail, and I'm not even looking at my screen right now. I'm looking directly into the camera. It absolutely fails to deliver at the end on what this movie fucking promises you. Okay? What, the birthing scene? <laughs> okay, it gives you a birthing scene, but when you picture a scene of Arnold Schwarzenegger in labor and giving birth, that is not what you fucking want or expect or anything we got nothing we got nothing I, I want the scene where where they're like fucking Arnold brother because they even mentioned they even hint at it earlier Danny DeVito's like we or no Danny DeVito's like I want a fucking c-section prepped upstairs blah blah just me and you just me and you we're just doing this c-section oh Sir, we need an anesthesiologist and all this, or whatever the fuck he says. We need someone to give anesthesia. Okay. I don't care. We don't have enough time. Just get it ready. Boom, you're hinting that Arnold is not going to have any sort of sedative when they do this fucking C-section, this birthing scene. So what I want to hear is... The fucking close-ups on Arnold's face, making the fucking expressions, the grunting, the screaming, the fucking... A, a, a close-up of his bicep, clenched and flexing, and, and... Oh my god, it's nothing! It's nothing! They numb his stomach, and it's just a, a silent, concerned-looking Arnold with his eyes just kind of moving around. Terrible! Fuck you! Fuck you, Reitman! No! I want Arnold screams! Here's the thing, Jared. That's how I know this film was not intended to be a comedy. If it was intended to be a comedy, we would have gotten that scene. But no, we get the emotional fucking birth. This film is a drama. An alleged comedy. My fucking ass funniest film of the year. It wasn't the funniest film of the weekend! Fucking the Santa Claus is hilarious! I don't like the Santa Claus either. But it's better uh, than this! Well, fucking the, Frank, the... Frank Langella is not funny, nor is he an intimidating villain, and I fucking love him. He was a fucking great Dracula, he's good in other shit, he's terrible in this. And... I was gonna say, they don't give him anything to work with. They build this guy up as the villain for the entire movie, and then at the very end... 
he's fumbled just by Arnold going in the back door. And that's it. That's the big payoff to his villainy. So they, like, failed to deliver a good climax for that. Um, so that was it. The, the second quote is, Junior delivers big, big laughs. I smiled once during the film. <laughs> I smiled at the My Body, My Choice. The rest of the time, it wasn't trying to be funny, Jared. You didn't laugh when Does My Body Disgust You? Not really, because it was oh. kind of dramatic. <laughs> I don't that know. It was not dramatic. He was trying to fuck, and then they flipped over the couch. That was like one of the two st- slapstick sequences in the whole movie. They took, like, I feel like they tried. They really tried to make a good movie with this, and they just failed on nearly every level. Like, My any- question to you is that's almost even funnier. If this movie is a, a completely, but unself-aware um, drama, then I'd think that it would be even more funny. But it's not. There's definitely scenes where they're at least trying to be funny several times. I just think that the comedy falls flat. It's poorly written. And Arnold championed for Ivan Reitman to direct this, because they wanted another guy, but Arnold was like, I'm not doing it if Reitman's not on it. So, I, I just... Who fucking wrote this? I need to look at who wrote this and what else they've done, because I don't know what the fuck went wrong. Because Danny um, DeVito's funny. I... It's Always Sunny is one of my favorite comedies. He's fucking great in that. Like, I just don't know what the fuck went wrong. (sighs) Written by Kevin Wade. And they had a chance to redeem themselves with Junior 2, starring Danny DeVito. Um, But they they didn't go through with it. He's written nothing that I've ever watched. Mr. Baseball with fucking... Tom Selleck is in it. I don't know how I haven't seen that, but I haven't seen that. It looks like a comedy. I don't know if it's any good. But, I don't know. This guy hasn't written anything noteworthy in my mind. How many films has he written? Ten. He acted in two... This guy hasn't done much. Well, that that explains it. I, like I said at the very beginning, I, I can't blame Reitman. I can't blame Arnold. I can't blame Danny DeVito. I have to blame the writer. But he all so he wrote and is the lead producer on a show called Blue Bloods, which also stars Tom Selleck, and it's gone for two hundred and twenty three episodes. Yeah, that's a huge show. I've never heard loves that show. So apparently, the guy somewhat knows what he's doing, but with fucking Junior, but with serious drama. The Blue Bloods is a drama. It's about, like, naval police or whatever. This this film was a drama. It was written by a dramatic writer, and they tried to make it a comedy. So, uh, you know what? I can blame Reitman a little bit, because if Reitman's trying to make a fucking comedy out of this, okay, then why didn't you have the fucking screaming Arnold at the end? Because they needed the dramatic payoff. They fuck, If they did a C-section, if they had him push the baby you out of his dick... You still have the dramatic payoff! All you need is the screaming to fucking do is goddamn have the same exact scene where Danny DeVito says, here's your baby. It's a little girl. And that's it. That's all you fucking need. 
But how do you get emotional after Arnold is flexing and screaming? The same way you get emotional any fucking time that someone gives birth in a fucking movie and they said, it's a baby girl, it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful baby girl. That's has there, has there ever been a comedic birthing scene like that, though, where it's dramatic immediately after? There's, what what there's comedic birthing comedic scenes are birthing scene. Um, Fucking uh, knocked up. But then does it go for the emotional payoff right after? I, I don't remember. remember, but I'm sure it does. It's not like fucking Seth Rogen's going to look at the baby and be like, why is it so fucking ugly? <laughs> you know what I mean? Seth Rogen probably goes in there and he's like, oh my god, I have a baby. And then it gets emotional. But then leading up to it, you you see the crowning and the, and the people fucking Seth Rogen passes out. And, and she's fucking screaming for fuck's sake. Goddamn, um, Danny DeVito's ex-wife has, wife has got it right. She fucking got a little joke in there at the end. The fucking, um, when Danny DeVito's like, are, are we doing all natural or whatever? And she's like, drugs! I need drugs! When, when she's getting dragged into the goddamn thing. Why couldn't Arnold be screaming for drugs? I need drugs! Drugs! On the trivia here, it says that the original... Shot an alternate birth, birthing scene? The original ending was not what we got on screen. Which might be why we're not getting the screaming, because that's not how it was in the script. Because an early cut of the movie, not an early script draft, an early cut of the movie, that means it was filmed and it exists, ended with an abortion scene of Arnold. Extensive, oh. extensive reshoots were required to make the final movie work. So originally he didn't give birth at all. They could that, have at least. They could have at that least. Definitely means that the script was written as a comedy, or not as a comedy, as a as a drama, without a doubt. If that is the original ending, right, that they shot because it was in the original script, then that's a drama. You can't end a fucking comedy with an abortion scene. Yeah. So, I don't know. And then here's, I forgot. I lost my train of thought, but. The reshoots to make the final ending work. The abortion was nixed. So, yeah. Okay, so, if you wanted to have the dramatic payoff at the end, where Arnold has the C-section as an emotional thing, you could have done the Arnold in labor joke and put it at the beginning during the fucking dream sequence. Like, you didn't need to have it at the end. It would have been a good payoff, but you could have used it, you know? Like, in I'd some other way. you could still fucking do the Arnold in labor fucking joke at the end and still have the dramatic fucking payoff. No, but I'm just saying that there's multiple arp opportunities that you could have done. It's it, just and they... like Arnold Schwarzenegger having the dramatic payoff and Jingle All the Way when he fucking um, goes through all the fucking flying through the air and screaming and fighting Sinbad and everything and it's all hilarious and then he doesn't get the fucking doll and then his son is like, oh I don't need the doll. I have the real Turbo Man right here. And then it's like the triumphant thing, you know. That's not fucking funny, even right. though everything that just happened before it was slapstick hilarity. But I'm just saying that you had multiple opportunities to do the Arnold and Labor thing, and they didn't take any of them. This is making me mad. We should start a petition. Arnold could fucking pretend he's in labor now. He's fucking in the headlines again. He just did the fucking Donald Trump video with the fucking sword. 
<laughs> which we didn't even talk about on the podcast for some fucking reason. During Arnold. He knew. He knew we were talking about him. Oh my god. Um, I had like I had a logic issue with Arnold going to the uh, the pregnancy camp or retreat or whatever. How? How in the world is no one going to see his penis there? Like you're at a pregnancy retreat, so by its very nature, there should be a doctor, like on fucking campus or whatever fucking checking the patients like daily right but i don't know maybe danny devito was his personal doctor that's why when she was pregnant or whatever it was danny devito had to come do whatever it wasn't like they just had the on-site doctor do something you know i i don't know how um goddamn emma thompson didn't know her her treasured missing egg was missing yeah, she just didn't like, fucking check. <laughs> she never fucking knew. And she's been doing experiments and, and, like, fucking, like, tests and shit on these eggs this entire time. And, like, eight months goes by without her even noticing that her eggs are missing. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of stuff where, like, it's not believable. Because, like, she's a fucking scientist, right? Like, she fucking takes over Arnold's office after he gets fired or whatever. And, like, they completely fucking trick her with the fucking Arnold's Austrian disease or whatever. The, yeah. It's, uh, I wrote when Arnold gave birth, the son of a bitch actually did it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that should have been Danny DeVito's line. You have the dramatic fucking uh, handoff of the baby, but then you bring it right back to comedy. Like, you like, you did it. You son of a bitch, you did it! <laughs> yeah. And then I wrote, you can't call a girl Junior. I've never heard a girl called Junior before. I can't do it. I, I thought about it. There's never been... I don't even think that anyone's ever been... I don't know if it's just misogynist society or whatever, but I don't think any, any girl's ever been named after her mother and been, like, fucking... Called Junior. Fucking, Britney the second, you know what I mean? Britney Jr., you know what I mean? That, that is a very happen. male thing, yeah, it doesn't really happen. I don't know. They, like, treat the term junior like it's some sort of fucking, like, uh, gender-neutral name or something in this movie. First off, you can't fucking name any kid junior. It's literally just what you call them if they have the, the same fucking name. Like, so if it was... If it was a boy and you named it Arnold, then you could call him Junior. Right. I shouldn't have to explain this to grown men and women. I don't know, maybe... How naming works. I don't even have any fucking kids, and I'm better at this than them. Yeah. I've definitely never heard it interchangeable before, but I don't know. They did it in this, so good for them. They were ahead of their time. (laughs) They were! My body, my choice. They They were light years ahead of the game. (laughs) <laughs> and they almost shot a pro-choice abortion at yeah <laughs> I don't know if it was pro-choice I don't know if it was Arnold's choice to get an abortion because I don't know what at the very end, <laughs> the very fucking end is, is uh, Arnold just get this fucking thing out of me <laughs> kill it <laughs> it's going to have my face we must kill it <laughs> <laughs> oh god couldn't they just have had 
fucking baby actually have terrible Arnold CGI face. That they have. Oh like, God. oh, it's a beautiful baby girl, and he hands it to him, and then it's just it's, it's still Arnold's face. Baby. <laughs> that baby did have a fucking full head of hair. Yeah, it did. I don't know. I can't believe. I feel like, and a lot of people haven't seen it because I mean, it's sort of buried in Arnold's history. Because what it came out a couple years after, fucking Terminator, and everyone that talks about Arnold films from the nineties is Terminator Two. Fucking True Lies came out the same year, and then yeah, it wasn't even the biggest film of the weekend. So it True just Lies came out the same year as fucking Terminator Two. Yeah, ninety four. When was it released? Let me see. I don't know which came first in 94. July 15th, and then this came out Thanksgiving weekend. So they came out months apart. No, this True Lies came out the same year as this, not Terminator 2. No, Junior. Okay. Yeah, 94. I thought you were saying that True Lies came out the same year as Terminator 2. No, no, I was no, like, no. There's just no fucking way. It's not possible because James Cameron directed both movies. Yeah, no. I, I, if I if I said it came out the same year of Terminator 2, I misspoke. I meant Junior. But I, I bet there were some theaters that were still playing fucking True Lies when fucking Junior came out. You had two Arnold movies at once. And to be fair, I would much rather see True Lies. Yeah. Even though on paper, I'd probably say I'd want to see Junior more. I don't know. Next year for Junior Arnold, can we watch Arnold movies that are actually good? <laughs> There's none left. The problem, yeah, we've good ones. I don't want to sit here and suck off Terminator Two next year because I do it on a regular basis, anyways. That's true. On the podcast, speaking of true lies, that's one of the Bernie memes. Is it? Jamie Jamie Lee Curtis posted it herself of her doing the strip tease, and then instead of Arnold sitting in the chair, it's Bernie. I have not seen that. Is it on her Twitter? Yeah, it should be on her Twitter. I'm gonna go look at because they the I've seen the other Jamie Lee Curtis one, which we talked about, was the Halloween one. I don't know if she posted that one, but I cannot believe she posted the True Lies one. Well, she's probably really proud of that scene. She looked good in it. Hey, yeah. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> Bernie does not look impressed. No, he doesn't. He. He looks every bit as impressed as he did with Joe Biden's inauguration for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. Arnold was pretty impressed with that scene (laughs) in True Lies. Much more than Bernie was. Three Saiyan legends. Goku, Vegeta, and Broly. Thanks, Ronaldo. What? (laughs) You talking about? Rest in peace, Larry King. And, um, yeah. Yeah, rest in peace. I never watched your show. It was a little, uh, I wasn't really old enough. No, I've never, I've never, I've seen a couple Larry King interviews of, like, I knew the guest that was on it, but I've never watched yeah, like, fucking Larry King. Yeah, like, did Jericho get interviewed by Larry King when Benoit died or whatever? Jericho went, because he posted about it today. I guess Jericho was on his show, like, six times or something, and then... Larry King was on Talk is Jericho, obviously. Right. But, yeah. And I'm sure other wrestlers and stuff have been on there, and a, and a lot of celebrities. Larry King... I know uh, Stone Cold's been on there. That's, like, a pretty famous interview, I um, think. Larry King's a legend, even though I'd never really watched his stuff, so 
uh, rest in peace to the legend, Larry King. Yeah. Literally King. Did we say rest in peace to Alex Trebek? I can't, I can't even recall if we did. I don't think we did. <laughs> <laughs> but it's never too late. Rest in peace, Alex Trebek. Larry King's coming out there, and you guys are going to play Jeopardy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever people do. And there's a heck of a rock band playing up there, brother. <laughs> and for some reason, Dimebag Daryl's the guitar player. <laughs> Oh, God. I don't know, man. What else you got to say about Junior? Is that about it? Uh, you know, I, I've said what I've had to say. I, I'm very disappointed that we never got the sequel. Yeah? Arnold as a as a mother? No, they hint at it at the end when, you know, um, Danny DeVito's wife is like, or Emma Thompson's like, oh, you should, guys should have another one because Emma Thompson's pregnant again at the end of the movie. They're on, like, a beach vacation because they're all rich scientists. Right, yeah. And, um, like, speaking of doctors and scientists, Danny DeVito doesn't use, like, a single medical term in the entire fucking movie. <laughs> no. He's, like, the stupidest fucking, like, doctor I've ever seen. He's always life. walking into the office late. He's fucking, I don't know. <laughs> Sir, your wife is here. Oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, at the end, they're like, oh, you should have another one so that, uh, you know, your, your son has a, you know, someone to, to hang out with as if they don't hang out all the time. Oh yeah, because they hint at Danny DeVito being pregnant or whatever. Right, and then they're like, well, I don't want to do that again. And then, and Arnold's like, oh, why not have Danny DeVito do it? (laughs) (laughs) He calls him Danny DeVito just in that one scene. He forgets the character name. Why couldn't this just be Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito as themselves? I don't know. I mean, let's face it. When you you get to their level... You're not not saying character names anymore. Right. That's, like, just how people look at you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that I could think of, like, any fucking Arnold... Schwarzenegger character's name aside from like the ones that are literally in the title like Conan and the Terminator I don't know I mean John Matrix uh that one we know because we just looked at his fucking filmography come on now (laughs) yeah I don't know he doesn't have very iconic character names what's his name in Predator (laughs) Mr. Predator (laughs) Mr. Predator Killer. His name is Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he fights the Predator. <laughs> yeah. Just like Carl Weathers and Jesse Ventura are Carl, Carl Weathers, Weathers and Jesse Ventura. Except people probably know Carl Weathers' name because he says it when they do the you son of a bitch thing. Dylan! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like... Dylan! You son of a bitch! Yeah, when you get to a certain level, there's no point in character names like fucking... The Rock is always The Rock. Right. Um, we talked about this. Not he's not the in only a, movie I know his name in is, is is the Scorpion King. I don't even know his name. In which the I don't even know his name. I, I know, know he is the Scorpion, Scorpion King. King. Yeah. yeah. Um. Fucking. Not on the level. Not saying they're anywhere close to the same level. But Tom Atkins is the same way. We talked about this in fucking Halloween Three. If you can name his character name in Halloween Three, then you're fucking real. But no one can. Can uh, Miles? I doubt it. Not on the spot. I don't think anyone can. Because his name is Tom Atkins. That's the kind of thing that we would challenge Miles to do, 
and then he would do it, and then he would clap his hands and fucking flex it hard, really hard, to point and scream. Hey. You know what I mean? Like, ne- next, he'd be like, come on! <laughs> All right, next week we're going to do it when we see him. Next week we're going to, just out of the blue, what's Tom Atkins' character name in Halloween 3 and see what he does. <laughs> and potentially, according to him, the lady might be making an appearance, so he's going to be looking to flex extra hard. Oh, wow. Yeah, he'll be an absolute disgrace if he can't name Tom Atkins' character in Halloween 3. <laughs> yeah. She'd be like, you're an absolute fucking disgrace, and slaps him and just leaves. Yeah. If he can't do it. Which I honestly think he can, because he knows stupid things. He does know a lot of stupid things. He probably knows Arnold's character's name in in fucking, um... I don't even know what Arnold's name is in the movie we're talking about. Normally I know. It was like Hence or something like that? It was Dr. something. Hess. Alex Hess. Alex Hess. And Danny DeVito was Larry Arbogast. <laughs> nice names. They should have got Larry David to play Larry in the movie. Yeah. And had Danny DeVito be the... I don't know. Danny DeVito's good. I, I Danny DeVito as the villain would have been interesting. I thought that the villain in this movie had potential, but they just didn't... They couldn't. Yeah, they didn't do anything with it. Cause what he's the he's on the board of the FDA or whatever, so like he's the one that's like made it not possible for them to do their stuff. Like he he has some moments in there where like they could have made him evil, but like he's just kind of there. And then they have the whole thing where like they're gonna show up, oh the pregnant man's showing up or whatever, and it's fucking like the limos there and like the big crowd, and then you bamboozled me or like whatever the fuck he's going in, but it's just nothing. I mean, I don't know. And he doesn't even try and break in to see it for himself or anything. No. Nah. That would be good if, like, um, he busted in, and then he saw them, like, doing the C-section, and it was, like, fucking um, knocked up where they see the crowning, but he sees, like, the C-section, and he just passes out. Yeah. Like that, and then he hits his head and can't remember anything. Yeah. Or Will Smith comes in and hits him with the fucking Men in Black fucking flasher. Yeah. Fuck it. Just do. Just do something. Just Will Smith's in the movie. Just do something. What's Fuck. What's Will Smith's character's name in any movie that Will Smith has ever been in? Isn't he? Isn't he Red in Men in Black? I don't know what the character's name is. That's why I'm asking you. I don't know. Uh, I'd say what's his name in Fresh Prince, but his name is literally Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, he plays himself because yeah. Will Smith is the Fresh Prince. Yeah. When he started his rap career, that was his rap name. DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Yeah. Um. I swear to God, I thought he was Agent Red in uh, Men in Black. I'm looking that up right now to see... Because, uh, Tommy Lee Jones is K, right? Uh, I think so. Let's see. Will J Smith. and K. Will Smith is J, Tommy Lee Jones is K. Hmm. Yeah, I can't name Will Smith in any movie, not even Independence Day. Yeah, I don't know. It's like one of, it, he's another one of those guys that's just transcended. 
Transcended everything, yeah. You just it see him matter. on the screen and you're like, there he is. Will Smith. You know, I know Will Smith's character name in one film. And what is it? Aladdin. He plays the genie. That's the only thing I can name his character in anything. Because the name is literally just Genie. Fuck you. I'm signing off.